Coming up on this episode of The Break Room. The rumor is that like this Spider-Man movie is a setup for the Avengers 5 movie and perhaps Spider-Man is going to kind of be like a pseudo leader of some team in Avengers 5. Now, we don't know what their plans are for Avengers 5. Those seemingly have all changed. We're going to talk about that in a second. So maybe that leaves the Spider-Man movie in a little bit of a limbo. break room my name is john costa and joining me today are maud garrett hello that's me what there i am that's me that's that's me and all the way from spilling a drink on his shirt it's zach huddleston i didn't see that john what happened to letting it go twitch goes into youtube hey everybody i'm off prompter today john's on prompter whoa so anything I mispronounce or misread is just my coming fault. from my brain. It's my fault. <laughs> coming up, Spider-Man 4 is, and all of its rumors, plus how Marvel intends to fix this like Kang Avengers 5 problem. We're going to get into it. It's like a mini headlines day. That's why I'm On a here. Friday. Headlines. I don't even know if that's, a, a, that's an official graphic. Who knows? All right, everybody, audience, I need you to put on your rumor caps because everything I'm about to say is still unconfirmed. This is what's kind of going around when we're talking about Spider-Man 4, okay? So, first things first. Uh, again, this is all stuff that's coming out of like rumors. It's not but, reported. But, but some of these are rumors coming through legitimate journalistic outlets. And I'll, uh, and I'll kind of yeah. tell you which ones those are. This one is a deep rumor. So, the rumor that's going around is that um, so we're all familiar with like the way that studios will sometimes like earmark a date in the future. Yes. And they'll say like, hey. I have to schedule out this. Like, right. The, the Avatar films felt like they were scheduled ten years into, the, advance, into the future. Yeah. Right. So the, the studios will kind of like earmark these dates so that no other studios come around and we don't get another Bob, uh, Barbenheimer type of situation. Yes. Right. They all, they're kind of trying to avoid that, although that worked out weirdly for both studios. So. I say all that because Sony has an untitled Marvel film, they've specified, slated for June 25th, 2025. We don't know about any Sony there's, movies. There's no Morbius in, 2. We don't know. The Venom 3 is like the one that we know is the furthest away, right? Now, do they have another date slated for Across the Spider-Verse 3? Uh, we don't have a Beyond the Spider-Verse date the Spider yet. This date in June is rumored to be the Spider-Man 4 date. So that would put it right in between Thunderbolts and Fantastic Four. Eventually, I'd love to go on a tangent. Please, like tangent people now. That make an entire film without even having written the script of the sequel that they promised in the movie. I'm, I'm looking at Fast and Furious. I'm looking at Into the Spider-Verse. I'm looking at Dune 2. We have a video coming out on the channel probably next week that is all about the other Spider-Man 4, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man 4 that never happened. Mm. Um, and it's for that kind of same reason is that Sony put a date on the calendar and Sam Raimi was like, well, if we want to make a good movie, I'm not going to hit that date. Yeah. And so they were like, okay, we'll say goodbye to you. That stopped Sony. An era has gone by. Um, and then they did the Mark Webb stuff. Okay, so. This rumor to be coming out in June. There's, there's some words that like, that's the date that Sony really wants. Marvel's not super keen on it. We know that Marvel themselves are releasing five 
movies next year? Four? Four? Four Blade, Fantastic Four, Thunderbolts. Brave New World. Brave New World. Four. So this would be a fifth that they, and I think like the consensus is like, Bob Iger has said, we're slowing down. We're not going to put out all this content. So I don't think that they want to be putting out five movies and, in the MCU. And, and, and live action Spider-Man are the one Sony property that is still, con like Marvel still has to work on. Kevin right. Feige is a producer on those right. films. And, yeah. and we'll get to some interesting Kevin Feige as a producer on those film stuff in a second here. So I guess my question is, you know, if you had to decide, obviously a Spider-Man film coming out next year would be a lot of fun. Mm. Could it make that summer date? And then if not, the rumor is that it would get kicked to like a Christmas 2025. And what does that mean for Blade? Blade comes out November 7th? Or something like that. Twenty twenty-five. Mod's mom's birthday. Oh. So, so then the rumor there is that this is what Jeff Snyder was reporting that like if, if Spider-Man comes out during Christmas, they'll move Blade mm. further back because yeah, that, that poor sense. movie. I'm not, I'm surprised they haven't like just shifted everything at least six months with the strikes that we had last year. I mean, I, I think they were playing catch up with the pandemic and how everything was pushed back then. I think a lot of things have been scrapped. Um, and so if they haven't really started, if they haven't locked in a script, locked in a cast, and are thinking about shooting this film, they won't hit the day. Yes. And with all the pushback that we've had already. I mean, it's just a little over a year. They don't have a script They don't have a place. director. They don't have a director. Well, there are rumors that the script is being worked on. Sure. And being I'm sure like- worked on. I, I, I'm sure there are 2,000 outlines that have been bought Yep. Or that could be fleshed into a CGI-filled script, right, mm -hmm. uh, in short order. But, like, are any of them good? Are any of them ready to move? Um, what is the talent attached with it? Also, you know, there's a lot of talent in these films. Tom Holland's and Daya, like, they have busy schedules. Absolutely. Um, Tom Holland probably prioritizes Spider-Man right, films. This but is their first position. Uh, maybe not Zendaya, but this is, you know. Jacob Badalon, is he busy? No. He had a show. That's the truth. A He's not busy. Show? Uh, so the other piece of this puzzle is that it sounds like both parties want this to come out before yeah. Avengers 5, which is slated for 2026. When is that supposed to come out in 2026? Right. Summer? Right? Yeah, right. summer. What Avengers are they putting in Avengers 5 again? Mm. We're going to get to that. Great. Oh, great. So, so, but the rumor is that like this Spider-Man movie is a setup for the Avengers 5 movie, and perhaps Spider-Man is going to kind of be like a pseudo-leader of some team oh, in Avengers okay. 5. Now, we don't know what their plans are for Avengers 5. Those seemingly have all changed. We're going to talk about that in a second. So maybe that leaves the Spider-Man movie in a little bit of a limbo. Mm. Um, because Daniel Richman was reporting that um, they haven't decided internally whether they want this to be a multiverse story or a more grounded street-level Spider-Man story, right? The, what would you want? We're in the multiverse saga, but the last movie sort of ended with like a promise of doing street-level stuff. So yeah, yeah, what would you guys I kinda want? I kind of want... I've had a lot of multiverse the last couple of years, and the last movie did it great. We also like kind of like... It's a little bit of a clean slate wipe, right? Like with the TVA? Oh, we're, like literally? Oh yeah, potentially. Um, and and you know, people hey, don't know. We can kind of go back to the like, not an origin story, but like a old school Spider-Man mm -hmm. where like people don't know who he is. There's a little bit of hiding my identity action. He can we, fight some crime. I mean, we've got this like Kingpin Daredevil section of the mm -hmm. MCU that feels like you'd fit really well in. I don't know, Maude, what do you think? Would you, would you prefer something more grounded? Or are you like, well, I'm on board with the Avengers shit, so let's go. Well, what I think is really interesting is that it was Civil War where Spider-Man was like truly introduced, like Tom's yes. Spider-Man. So I kind of love that if you have something where he's now leading it, 
it would make sense with the groundwork we've already had for Avengers 5 to be Young Avengers. I don't yeah. disagree. With, with him being the old Avenger yeah. in that group? And yeah. it may not be like Young Avengers in the subtitle, but it might just be kind of like that group of newer heroes. Yep, so it's kind of focus on like, wow, all this stuff that's happened, you know, with this city falling and then this earth is falling and then multiverses are happening and so you just go, great. We're, now we've got our Gen Z cleanup crew, you know, and it's like they've all aged out. We've got a new sort of like Marvel super team coming in. And I think, you know, you can have um, your new Cap in there so that he's, you know, he had his own TV show. But I love the idea of sort of like the mentors mm -hmm. introducing the new, like, you know, uh, Justice League has had that as well um, with Young Justice, uh, Justice League, Young Justice, Young Justice. What is that one called? I like the passing yes. of the baton and they're kind of like learning, for, it was animated. Um, they're learning for the first time where it's like, wow, I've got all this power. And then it's like, yeah, it, it comes with great responsibility. Yeah. And you're like, uh, okay, I guess I've got to like fix shit. Yeah, I mean, and speaking of that uh, mentorship type of role, uh, another piece from Daniel Richmond, again, this is like in the scoop kind of category, um, but apparently Amy Pascal, one of the one of the kind of lead producers of all the Spider-Man movies, wants Kevin Feige involved in a future Miles movie. That would be great. Live action. And I Miles think movie. right. Yeah. And I think that that is the best news I've heard coming out of Sony Spider in a very long time. I, I love that as well. It's like if it's if, can we please put all resources into the things that we want and matter. Um, I do wonder though that they they cannot put a live action Miles Morales until they're finished into the Spider Verse, surely, right? Or would that coincide? But that could that could be twenty twenty six. You know, if 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 we get a Spider Verse movie next year, the year after, we could maybe have live action Miles Morales. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, part of this too is Sony is a much smaller studio than Disney or even Universal or Warner Brothers or whatever, right? They only have a few big franchises and by far like mm, they're Smurfs. most successful. Yeah, yes, as we all know, Smurfs. Um, but like, and, and you know, little stuff that often involves Tom Holland, like Uncharted and whatever, sure. but the Spider-Man and obviously No Way Home is one of the largest movies of all time. That was by far, I think, the biggest Sony movie ever. Yep. The Spider-Verse movies are very successful for them as well. So it's like, they don't want to go too many years without a Spider-Man movie. Not only for like them holding onto the rights, but also just their bottom line. It yeah. has such a huge impact. So I'm sure that's one reason they're pushing really yes. hard to it, get this next movie if it, out. If it doesn't come later. out in 2025, they it'll have it. been five years since in between, that movie came out in 2021. If it comes out in 2026, oh, that's yeah. five years between Tom Holland and Spider-Man movies. It's a long time. That's wild. Especially considering the been, first three. It was the end of 2020. No, no, no. It was December, end of 2022. December 2020. Two. One. Two. No. Two. We'll never know. It's impossible for us to figure what it out. What is time? We'll just go into end the of TVA and we'll zap up, run it, whatever. Okay, it was John the end of was right. John was wow. right. Time is a flat circle. John was right. Um, end the stream. End the stream. End the stream. That's on um, backwards now. Yeah. Bad boy. That's Bad right. boy Costa <laughs> showing up with his dates. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a mess. And it sounds like there's fighting going on between the studios. Or jockeying. I would say jockeying. 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 And, and there's a history of that, right? Uh, I, the famous story think... that came out of when they originally made the agreement to share Spider-Man basically involved Amy Pascal throwing a sandwich at Kevin That's Feige right. that yep. came out in the Joanna Robinson MCU book. What um, was on the sandwich? I just need to visualize That's a great it. question. Rocks? <laughs> sure, yeah. I mean, what's the worst sandwich to be have Sandman's thrown at you? Sandman's switch. 
Like think, a wet think, sandwich, like a tuna salad? Oh, yeah, that would be pretty bad. Egg, I think egg. Eric settled on pastrami on rye for his, oh, uh, his okay. retelling of the events. Oh, okay. But that's a um, thick sandwich, you know? Yeah, and, and, and there are competing, as you mentioned, there are competing agendas here. Sony needs frequent Spider-Man movies. They make so much money, right? Marvel uh, doesn't need it as much. He's an important character to them, right? And like they, they get, as part of the trade, they get to put Spider-Man in some MCU films. Uh, there might be a little bit of a money sharing thing though, though Sony keeps most of the money. But um, they don't want to crowd out their other four movies coming out next year. And I think especially, Feige has to be thinking about this. After the last few years with some swings and misses or some things that didn't land with audiences and this kind of whole superhero fatigue thing, you know Marvel has to be focused on quality above all. Yes. Right? And like they can't afford to have arguably their most famous character have a movie Tank. that is not really good. Well, and that's why, I mean, you say like Marvel doesn't necessarily need another Spider-Man movie. I, I mean, the point of Marvel is at right now, I feel like that's one of the movies they would want the most. Can you imagine the post-Endgame films without No Way Home and without mm. Far From Home, which came out after Avengers Endgame. Like, now you're looking at, like, not the best collection of movies ever. Um, I mean, you already sort of are, but <laughs> I don't well, know. Okay, so here's what I think is a good question with what sort of, what do we want from Marvel more than anything? They have laid down, like, you know, we've set up that there's an Eternals 2, mayhaps. We've set up that the Young Avengers are happening, mayhaps. We've set up that, that X-Men's going to come on by. We know for a fact that Fantastic Four is going to happen. As Marvel fans, and I ask you, what do we want the most? Mm. Like, Sony, it's easy. We want live-action Miles Morales. It's crystal clear for everyone except the studio. What is it for us as a collective, now that there's so many options, now that we were told it would be Kang Dynasty and it's likely not going to be, what do we want? Yes. I mean, for me, I want a great movie. Yeah. Bar none. Don't care what characters it's built around. Easier said than done. It's really hard to make a great movie, no matter what. Um, I think, like, X-Men sooner That's rather than I'm later. Like. I'm, I'm keen Yeah, you could do a Avengers with some kind of like mutant subtitle. I also think that like, they could just do Secret Wars part one and part two, right? Those are the two Avengers movies that right? are slated. Yeah. Okay. It, rerun, run it back with Infinity War and Endgame basically. You know? Um, yeah. So there was a couple other details in this uh, Daniel Richmond report that I want to talk about quickly. Um, one of them is that like the Sony side really wants to bring John Watts back to direct. Now there had been some rumors a few weeks or months ago that like that was just off the table and he wasn't interested in coming back. Blah blah blah. But this reporting says that like Sony wants him back for the Spider-Man movie, but but Feige wants him for other things and wants now, to move in a new creative direction with the Spider-Man. Right, movie. right. Marvel will get him then because Marvel's got more money. And... Though he already bowed out of the Fantastic Four movie, right? Yeah. That was supposed to be and, something and... he. He's, but he's still in the Disney family. He's doing the Skeleton Crew Star Wars Absolutely, show. absolutely. He's directed a lot of Mandalorian episodes. I'll say, uh, speaking to someone at Marvel, the reports of John Watts, like, himself feeling superhero fatigue, basically, mm. and being like, I'm tired, I don't want yeah, to make another Spider-Man movie. Yeah, he's been part of a decade making Spider-Man movies. Those yeah. reports, I've talked to some people at Marvel, 
100% true, mm. not like a cover up for creative differences or we want to move in a different direction or, well, or whatever. There's not a great history of directors making more than three movies in a franchise. Nolan bowed out after Dark Knight Rises. Um, you know, even like your Sam Mendes, uh, James Bond movies. Yeah, I'm only right? thinking They're, like maybe Christopher McQuarrie has done more than three uh, Mission, Mission Impossible movies. Yeah. But you're right, it is like few and, and far And often when a director does stick around for more than three, the quality <laughs> might start to yeah. dip. It's just hard, right? Like to, to and, and especially when you end on something like No Way Home that's like mm. makes a gajillion dollars and like pretty beloved. Almost anything you come back for might feel like a disappointment, even if it, that's not deserved. I'd like to ask him, John, what do you want to do? Go home. Heck <laughs> yeah. All the way to Australia, Mod. <laughs> All the way oh, home. What? Oh, I'm far from home. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> I, I gotta say, I'm, I might be in Camp Feige. Here, right, like it feels like yeah. the safe, boring bet is the Sony move of like, let's just bring back everybody that made the good movie. And I don't think John Watts is like a fucking necessarily like, man, we gotta have this guy back, you know? Well, he he's good, and and it's hard to argue with his output so far. But again, yeah. if his heart's not in it, probably won't make as good a movie, right? But, yes, but I also think the strongest part of these Spider-Man films have been probably their screenwriting. Can't uh, chemistry. Yeah. And, and, Great and cast. Good yeah. cast, right? Good cast. But like the direction of these movies has never been, if you look at the, even the Mark Webb movies, you know, you know, people could argue that those are better directed. You know, everyone sort of loves the web swinging part of that movie. Of course, those Sam Raimi films were mm -hmm. very uniquely directed. So I don't know. I think people are just on John Watts because he's like a little bland. But apparently, again, from this Daniel Richmond thing, we're going to be hearing, they're, they're going to be announcing directors for Spider-Man 5 or Spider-Man 4 and Avengers 5 soon. What was the exact quote? Uh, be, 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 be. That is vague AF. You it's can say anything is soon. I'm having a birthday soon. March <laughs> 6th, though. Like, oh, is that your birthday? Yeah. Oh, we've talked about this. That's both my mom and my sister's birthday. Yeah, that's Same right. Days. November 7th? Um, March 6th. Oh, but no, that was my that's mom's my, birthday. My, What's oh. up, everyone? But that's, if I may, I know we're grasping for news here, but I know Fluff when I smell one. <laughs> Damn it. You know what I mean? That's fluff. It could be fluff. It could be fluff. We're, We're not director. grasping for news think, today, Mom. Do you think <laughs> both of you do no, that? No, no, no. I'm, not, I'm not knocking what we are doing as a quality. I am just saying that if this is news, you could say anything is happening soon. That's true. That's true. Because, yeah. Yeah, yeah, depending on your definition of soon. Well, now, here's what I, I want to point out. We got a Fantastic Four cast and confirmation out of the blue around Valentine's Day, not as part of a big event, no Kevin Feige on stage or anything like that. Not a Comic-Con, not a not an IGN fan fest, not a nothing. Right. Not and even a fucking cast, like, sometimes it's coming like, coming out to wave yeah, and here's smile four people, they're, they're <laughs> like on the back lot or whatever, yeah. like here we are. They even pose for a photo, yeah. they got a little artist rendering. Yeah. So, but in historically the last few years, Marvel has saved their big announcements for live events when they can be there and kind of put on a show. So do you think we get any of this stuff? Do we think we get a director announced for the next Avengers movie? Any of that until either San Diego Comic-Con or D23 Two weeks apart, late July and early August. Wow, both of those are soon. Um, and the timing for both of those might be good because, like, you have to you imagine. Snuff, 
Marvel wants us to be focused on Deadpool and Wolverine right now, right? And then That's as soon true. as that comes out right after that, they can be like, if you like that, you're going to love what we have coming in the next five years or whatever. And we can do kind of a redo of that famous 2022 San Diego Comic-Con where they laid out Man. all these things that Man, are not going to end up remember, happening. Remember, yeah. we felt so good. That was <laughs> otherwise known as an empty promise, wasn't it? Yeah, maybe. I mean, personally, I hope they space it out so that new rock shows can feast on one huge piece of Marvel news every week until yeah. Uh, Deadpool well, and maybe they've learned their lesson from San Diego Con 2022 that it's actually not great to announce things five years in advance, knowing <laughs> that like we don't know who's going to get arrested or fired or or whatever in the yeah. interim, right? Um, and maybe as part of their reset, right? They might think keep things closer to the vest going forward. You never know. Even more. Like, I understand that there's been some huge things, like, you know, the, the character that they were banking on is no longer sort of viable with their brand. Um, the fact that we've had a pandemic, the fact that we have had strikes where everything has shut down, like, they've been dealing with some big things. And Jack and I were going over the list this morning, and it on. is long. Chadwick Boseman passing away, crazy. The strikes, the, the pandemic, the, what was the other things that we were saying? I mean, even just the, this this wasn't unforeseen, but like Robert Downey Jr., Scarlett sure. Johansson, and Chris Evans are just three of the biggest done. movie stars in the world are just done playing those characters, right? That's a huge thing to overcome, right? Yeah. 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 So we're, we'll, we'll, let's talk about Avengers 5 here in a second. First, we want to uh, do some shouting out and do some thank yous. Um, first things first. Hey, uh, speaking of that, great... Uh, Fantastic Four image that Marvel put out. We have a great Fantastic Four shirt that I don't. Oh, we do there have a graphic. Wow. Hell yeah! Like they I just love that shirt. so attractive. It's a good group. There's a lot of handsome on that That's shirt. Just... It's a good group. Yeah, Ooh. I love that shirt so much. I can't wait for mine to come in the mail. What, real quick, what do you, what hairstyle do we think Joseph Quinn has as Johnny Storm? Because he has a he's a curly haired man. I think he was, he, wearing a wig. A wig? he was wearing a wig in Stranger Things. I think his, his natural hair is short and a little curly. It Do we is. think that's his look in Fantastic Four? Personally, I think that the Venn diagram of Super Saiyan Goku and Johnny Torch is almost a circle, personally. So anything that's just like... that. I like you calling okay. him Johnny Torch. Johnny Torch, yeah, the Human Torch. Yeah, no, human it's, torch. it Johnny. actually Storm, makes a lot more Johnny. sense. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny torch. torch makes more sense than Johnny Storm. Storm. I, like I never Storm understood the Storm last name. <laughs> uh, whatever. Um, so we've got some great merch. We also have some break room merch coming very well, soon. Like we also have some. Uh, some X Men '97, some Deadpool. Oh, oh we also good have stuff. a secret. We have a secret that we've been keeping from people for a long time. Uh, and hopefully that gets announced maybe relatively next soon. Have you maybe guys been talking week. about it in the Discord? Maybe next week. Uh, we don't have a Discord mod. I don't know what you're talking about. Slack? Slack. Slack. Yeah. Slack. Uh, we have been talking about a lot of Slack. Yeah, that's why I don't know about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. We also want to shout out our friends at Jellybean. Finally, Party. I can eat some. Yes. <laughs> Without being Mom, will you slide me some? Link in the description. Here, John, you can take these. That's our 42.3 ounce container, John. It's missing a few of those ounces because daddy's been snacking for a little bit, mm -hmm. okay? Uh, we were streaming a game earlier on Twitch and I, I went through a bunch of flavors. Um, our friends at John's aim of jelly beans is, whoa! What is he doing? Oh, you got Did we get that? I think what it was blocked it? by the logo. Another one. 
That was bad. Okay, that was John, John sent a fault. laser beam and Mod caught it like a champ. Um, okay. What are you doing? You just want to hit me in the face. I'm starting to figure this out. Okay, okay I don't. This is gonna go bad. Um, uh oh, Hank. Oh, I just got a bubblegum guy. Jelly Bean Planet. They make delicious jelly beans that we eat all the time in the office. Oh, We've yeah. got shelves of these guys, and we're slowly depleting all of them. Again, this is a 42.5 ounce. This is a nice jug. This is built for a desk. You know, a checkout counter. This would be great at grandma's house. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're just, when the grandkids come over, you give them a couple or whatever, or just keep them around for your uh, your binge-watching snack delights. I've got an idea. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know if anyone's read um, this book about getting good habit skills, but someone worked in a sales team and they would move a paperclip uh, into another container every time they made a sales call. You can instead eat a jelly bean. Oh. Whoa. Productivity goes up. And then up. slowly, as you see the 42-ounce container deplete, you know you've made progress. That's yeah. it. That's right. um, Everyone go to sales, quick. Free. Look them up at Easter, not too far off. Order your jelly bean plant of jelly beans right now and have that, have that Easter basket nice and full for Passover. I don't know if you eat uh, jelly beans for Passover, but you, you don't, should. You don't, but, you know, you a Seder meal of jelly beans, do it, you know? I don't right? know if these are kosher, but uh, as long as you're not too orthodox, I bet they're chill. Uh, thank you so much to Jelly Bean Planet for sponsoring the show. Click the link in the description or just search for them on Amazon, Jelly Bean Planet. Boom, thank boom, you. Boom. We're going to play a little video, I think, at the end of this episode. The producer yeah. Evan has worked oh, yeah. hard on. Yes. Uh, you're going to want to stick around and watch that. Okay, but there's more headlines, John. <laughs> I caught him. I caught him. I was reading chat. No, I'm so oh, okay, sorry. That's not even like a bad thing. But it's just like the guilt, the panic that you had that was just so good. We also want to talk about Avengers 5. There's an article that came out this week in The Hollywood Reporter. I don't know if you guys caught this. Just sort of about like Marvel's future, how they're looking at things, and kind of where they're going in the next couple of years. Um, I pulled some interesting quotes from that article. Check it out. It's a really good article. It came out on Wednesday if you're still looking for it. If we go back up to the top, I'm going to just go through this whole thing. Great. So, um, in Fantastic Four news, the studio has uh, hired Eric Pearson to polish the script for that Fantastic Four um, film. Eric Pearson is sort of like a Marvel in-house guy. He worked, uh, on, he worked on Thor Ragnarok. Black he worked Widow, on Black Widow. Agent um, Carter. Why'd you say Black Widow? Because the script on that is not great. I didn't mind the movie. Okay. Yeah. So. I like Florence Pugh. But he, he's, he's like worked on, he also did, I think, the first Godzilla vs. Kong script. But he's done almost nothing. Like he also wrote like most of the one shots. Mm, yes. For Marvel, he's done a lot of Marvel stuff. Yeah. So that is uh, set to shoot this summer in London, um, and uh, we can personally confirm that too. I don't know why we would need to. Wait, but we can. You, you can personally Ooh. confirm it. I can. Have you seen the set? Or what? Mm, I have not. No. Oh, okay. It's not You're just yet. personally confirming. Yep. This. Okay. That's Marvel has also hired Joanna Callo, who is the showrunner of The Bear. Hell yeah. um, That's doing quite well. And she's being hired to. Uh, punch up the script for the Thunderbolts. If you're familiar with the, th the team on the Thunderbolts, a lot of those people came from the Netflix show Beef. Yes. Which Joanna was also a writer on, so she's and, coming in with and, some of those and guys and doing she it. She has posh. this this writer. She has like one of the best prestige TV pedigrees. She worked on yeah. Beef, the Stephen Young, who's no longer on Thunderbolts, no, but yeah, she worked on that show. She well, worked, and I guess Stephen Young apparently was the person who kind of brought these beef yeah, people in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, cool. She worked on Beef. She worked on uh, The Bear. She worked on Tuca and Birdie and BoJack Horseman. She's got quite the uh, resume of great television. So um, very exciting. That's that's cool. I love that. Yeah. And um, we have some like I wouldn't call them plot details, but. Um, there are some rumors that like some 
big set pieces have been cut. Um, but the most recent rumor is that the script is sort of centering on villains and anti-heroes going on a mission which was supposed to end with their deaths, right? It's a Suicide Squad type of thing. I think we all kind of... MCU Side Squad? Are we some kind of MCU Side Squad? Don't we have Winter Soldier, uh, David Harbour's character? Yep, yep Red, Red Guardian. Guardian. Was Flo yep. Florence Pugh. Y Yelena Belova. We got Ghost, Taskmaster. Who am I forgetting? Um, oh, Agent. Uh, uh, yep, John Walker. John Water. US John agent. Walker. U.S. Agent. Um, yeah, and for sure, uh, Ghost and or Tazmaster are dead, right? Gone. There's no way they make it past Act Two. Um, or, or maybe John Walker too, right? Like, yeah. Uh, and and is that also? I feel like I get those casts a little confused with the New World Order mm -hmm. cast. I do too. Because there's a lot of overlap between who, what kind of. Is uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus is probably going to be in both movies? And there were also new movie. rumors that Harrison Ford's Red Hulk would be in Thunderbolts as well. Mm. Bless they, you, but please don't do it again. Are they? Are they um, is she having like running two different sort of like shadow divisions, departments that don't know about each yeah, other? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Okay. With the, the goodies and the baddies, and they're all uh, going to fight each other? Yeah. One more piece of Marvel writing news. Apparently, the Avengers 5 and Avengers 6 scripts that are being worked on by Michael Waldron have brought on Eric Martin to also help write those scripts. Eric Martin, if you're familiar, showrunner or head writer of Loki season two, wow, and was on the staff of the first season of Loki. So that kind of team Waldron. Yeah. of Waldron and Martin seems like they're going to be working together on those Avengers 5 and 6 Scripts. I feel good about that. It's yeah. good. Mm. Also, there's a great history of television writers making good Avengers movies. Uh, yep. McFeely and uh, the other I mean, guy even, um, and the Russo brothers. Even were Joss Whedon is TV a TV vets. person yeah, and made Joss one Whedon, good uh, Avengers yep. movie and one okay one. Um, so, so those are the big uh, uh, writing updates for Marvel. I think mostly positive in my opinion. Your, your opinion on Eric Pearson maybe take it take them or leave them but the other two are great i, I think like I, something to note here is they're going back to vets totally yeah right like there was a period there where they were working with a lot of folks who had not done anything at marvel or not done anything at the scale that marvel works for a while but i mean legacy directors now like taika watiti he did smaller films and he sure. crushed ragnarok and i think it was like paving the path for that at the end of the day, though, these are massive budget films that need so much more than sort of like getting a set and making a small film. Like film. Yes. This is. There's so many different layers of things that you need, including sort of special effects. You know. Yes, and I mean, I think about like dealing with a, a budget, talent. a budget of two hundred million dollars. Right, There's an like, amount of money I don't understand. And, and like the hundreds, you watch those credits scroll, the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people that work on those films. Can you imagine going from a $10 million little indie? And you know what, it's incredible. You're absolutely right, Maude, when somebody like Taika Waititi who's made relatively modest films, or Dust, uh, Dustin Daniel Cretton, right, who had made, go watch Short Term 12. It's a good movie. So it's good. A, I got a young Lakeith Stanfield, a young Brie Larson in it. But it's and like, isn't like Riz Ahmed in that movie? It's the tiniest movie. And then that dude made Shang-Chi was like his next thing. It's wild that he was That's able to pull that off, but it's also really hard to pull that off. And I think I, whether they go and keep going in that direction with directors, I like that with screenwriters, they're kind of working with people that 
know the formula and have a track record of success. Well, right? it's like here, we're going to give you a season of Loki. It's already been established. What are you going to do with it? How are you going to work well together? And when they knock it out of the park, it's like, okay, now you can put your big boy pants on. Yes. It also it. feels good that like, you know, if the if Deadpool and Wolverine is leading up to incursions and secret wars and all that kind of stuff, like the people who created the TVA feel like the perfect people to go tell those stories, in my opinion. Mm. Um, so someone who may not be in those movies is the character of Kang the Conqueror. Mm -hmm. um, you know, obviously Marvel dropped Jonathan Majors as an employee right a, a few hours after the conviction happened um, and is rewriting those movies. And according to this Hollywood Reporter article, they're either going to minimize the character or get rid of him entirely. I'd say that to me doesn't make sense. If you've already written it and you thought that John Majors could carry the entire thing, why couldn't someone else? Rehire. I agree. Make it a different person. Though it is a weird, there is a weird backstory, right? That like they made Kang a bigger part of their plans after seeing him Pop, in Loki season one. They're like, wow, this combination of actor and character is so great. Let's build all of our next three years around him. And then like, oh, well then the actor's not working out or can't work out or whatever. So like. It, do you still keep going with the character? I, it is that is a tough question. I guess like we also don't know how far along were any of these scripts or any of these plans, right? Just because like a date has been circled on the calendar and we have a logo doesn't mean that anything was that far along. I guess. Do you want to hear something that makes even less sense? Yeah. No. Always. So, um, I, to be fair, everything was making a lot of sense to me so far. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you were saying reduce reduce role would be kind of weird. Well, the thing that's weird to me is they were considering doing this after Quantumania. The poor performance wow. of Quantumania made them kind of go like, ooh, maybe Kang's not the guy, blah, blah, blah. But like my, my opinion on Quantumania at least is like, Kang's the best part of that movie. His death notwithstanding, but like that was the thing people liked about that film. It's weird for me to think that Marvel looked at that movie and was like, get Kang out of here. Mm. I don't know. But then they doubled down again. Yeah. With Loki? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but apparently they were considering reducing Kang's role after Quantumania. I, I bet Chat could name three actors that could do a suitable yeah. job. Well, and, and maybe we'll talk about this on Tuesday when we do our headline show, but Coleman Domingo has actually made comments about potentially playing Kang. So we'll talk about that on Tuesday. Oh, okay. But the brief, the brief thing is he basically said like, me and my reps have been talking to Marvel for a very long time about a bunch of things. Um, I try to not get involved until it's like real, so maybe my reps are taking care of it, but I don't know. And to be fair, is that true? Is that a, not? A lot of actors in Hollywood are talking to Marvel at any given time. Absolutely, right? yeah. especially especially oh. when it's like you know, people like Coleman Domingo, who is not a like huge star, but is like a very talented actor and has been in a lot of really terrific smaller films, you know, like Zola, and he's obviously in. Euphoria and things like that. Um, and he's uh, is he Oscar nominated for um, Rustin? This oh, is year? he? I don't know. I don't know if he got the nomination. No, I don't or think not. so. Maybe no. he got snubbed. Anyways, talented actor. Yeah. So we'll be back here next week talking about some of those things. Um, we didn't get to stream yesterday. We wanted to, um, but unfortunately, Twitch wouldn't let us. Twitch wouldn't let us. Yeah. Um, no. So here's the thing. Evan, right, your congressman. Evan, Evan clearly is not here today. Um, there's like a good-ish reason for that. It's my fault. What'd you do this time? Um, what, I'll, let, I'll show you. Uh, hello? Oh, hey, I was just calling. Are, are we streaming today? No, why? What's up? 
Uh, Tom Holland just tweeted that he has a special announcement happening today. Oh, that sounds pretty big. Man, do I have time to get my special lunch? Uh, maybe if you hurry. even got a foldable frame. Oh yeah, this bad boy goes 19 miles an hour. It's got a 35 mile range. The battery's got a six hour charge and it gets dark out. A little light automatically comes on the front to keep you safe. It's all great, but is it fast enough for me to get my special lunch? <sighs> yes, Evan, it's fast enough for you to get your special lunch. Oh yeah, this bad boy goes 19 miles an hour. It's got a 35 mile range. The battery's got a six hour charge and it gets dark out. A little light automatically comes on the front to be safe. here uh, i ate my special lunch i think we're ready to go but um no one's at the studio yet oh my god so sorry no the announcement was a false alarm it turns out tom holland was just announcing that he adopted a dog and named it tom oh tom So, yeah, I screwed over Evan's special lunch. Is that, is that Robert De Niro delivering So, this? yeah. <laughs> that is pretty good. Um, uh, so, Evan has, has um, requested to take a few days off because he's devastated about his special lunch. So, he'll be back at some point next week. Um, thank you to our friends from Havsco for uh, lending us that beautiful scooter the, to that, shoot the this scooter video. Is, the scooter's a ton of fun. I've ridden it around a little bit. Um, we thought that Zach was going to break some things in the back studio. I might have, I might have broken a couple things in the Sounds studio. Uh, but yeah, definitely uh, check out, the, there'll be a link in the description. Check out their products. They make really fun e-bikes and e-scooters. Yeah. We've been having a blast ripping around on that thing. Um, that is it for us today, <laughs> folks. Um, make sure to subscribe to the Break Room uh, channel on YouTube. Give us a follow here on Twitch where we do these videos live. Um, and and um, follow Mod at Mod Garrett. 
We do. I do on book socials. club. I do. She's book club. got a great book club. Sci-fi fantasy. What's your book right now? Uh, we just finished Divine Rivals by Rebecca Ross, which was like a historical fiction in World War One, but instead of warring countries, it's warring gods. Yeah. <laughs> but check out Maude on Twitch um, where she does her book club. Do you, yep. you have regular times when you do that? Usually it's two Thursdays of the month uh, between 5 and 7 p.m. PT. Uh, but I also stream video games on the off weeks, usually. If I haven't had a concussion and hit my back. Whoa. <laughs> Not gonna work. Okay, how often does that happen? <laughs> Uh, and, and come back next week. Uh, we will talk about Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yep. I'll watch it over the week. weekend. Yep, I have a big list of headlines that we're going to get into. That the headline show is going to be on Tuesday next week. And uh, <laughs> like uh, Zach's off Twitter. He deleted his Twitter, so don't follow him anywhere. Fair That's enough. Right. Follow him around this Including great city. Including down the street. If I catch Manitoba. you following me down the street, I will. That's why you got to get the little zoom. <laughs> That's right. Zip get, off. On, get on a Hansko scooter. Yeah. Hey, thank you guys so much for being with us today. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can check out our Breakroom live streams at BreakroomNR on Twitch at 3 p.m. Pacific. And don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. You can find us at BreakroomNR on Instagram and X. Thanks for listening. Later, Gators.